Thanks for joining us for this edition of Forward Church Online. Today's podcast was recently recorded at one of our live worship experiences. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Seeker. Well, it is no surprise that we are we live in a in a dark world. If you've turned on the news anytime recently, you have seen how dark, how 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 much hate is in the world. Anybody 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 watch? Oh yeah, I'm sorry, students, y'all can go. Come on, adults, let's give it up for these these students tonight in the house. They're like, are we going to have to listen to that old man? Nope, y'all get to go listen to dad. Praise the Lord. I didn't say that. <laughs> see, the Holy Spirit had my tongue. See, I know better. I know better. I once came up in that house. I know better. <laughs> yes, amen. Amen. Oh, absolutely, no doubt. He's the best dad. But we do. We live in a world full of hate. If, if, you, if you think about it, it's probably disgusting to God. Um, just the way we point out the flaws, we point out the imperfections of other people, we point out how we don't believe in this part of whatever they're doing and all of those things. And, and, and the truth be told, your sin and my sin, oh yeah, mine too, uh, it's no different than the next person. Okay, and so 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 we're in this thing where we're we're judging people, and it and it and and let's check this out. It's not even just. Out in the world, it's in the church. Somebody say, what you talking about? I'm talking about the good old boys club uh, that's what I'll call youth pastors in an area who um, will uh, frown upon other youth pastors if they don't carry the same denominational tag. And I've always said this about denominations, whether you're Baptist, Presbyterian, Methodist, Catholic, whatever you are, your tag is either going to fall off on the way up or it's going to burn off on the way down. So it's so ironic to me to watch people who are Christians, who carry the name Christ follower, who if you're not within their circle, they shun you. And another example would be if you're not even the same sex as them. Say all the other youth pastors are, are male, and then you have a female youth pastor comes in, they will in public shun you, don't invite you to the party because you don't look or perhaps you just don't measure up the way they think that you should. Somebody said that's horrible. Yeah, that's what's happened in your town. Yeah, got that word this week. Just blows my mind of how much darkness, even in the world and in the church, that we have. That we have. And I'm just, somebody said, you're being a little rough. Yeah, it's about time to start calling things out. Because until people get called on the carpet for things who, that doesn't glorify God, we're not going to see change. Okay? So, so I'm a light seeker. I want to see I want to see light being brought to the dark world. I want to see his light through us. That's why we did that song, God, shine your light on me. I want God to, to so shine through me that when I walk into a place that is, that is, that is, that is represented or, or, or overwhelmed by darkness, that the light has to come. Whether that's, whether that's a mall, whether that's a school, whether that's in a doctor's office. How many knows there's not a lot of light in doctor's office? And I'm not talking about the light that you flip on and off. I'm talking about there, it's just, it's just, a, it's just a oppress, oppression. When I was visiting my mom uh, two weeks ago when I missed, and I was down there for a week, this, the guy next to her coded, 
And they're in there. Man, you saw all the emotions of all these different people watching, standing outside. Every doctor in the hospital, I think. I don't know how many doctors it takes to get in there, but they were all in there. It was just such an oppression. And, and I, I just rebuked it. I said, in the name of Jesus, that's not coming in room whatever she was in at the time. But I want to thank you for your prayers. My mom sent me a text tonight, although I had already gotten word uh, from my brother. We just gave her her phone back because how many knows when you're on medication? And you have a Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, well, so, so she got right before church. It said, after one month and three days, I guess they're going to let me go home tonight. Thank you for your prayers. And I told her, I said, Mom, it is, it is I said, you got a lot of people praying for you. And that's, that's, that's something, you know. And, and so, yeah, we, we live in a dark world. And you are a carrier of God's light. If you brought your Bible with you tonight, let's go to 1 John. We're actually going to be in 1 John for a little while. We're going to hang out in 1 John. Not tonight, but over the course of the next few weeks. We'll, we're going to just do a little bit tonight. I'm not even going to keep you very long. Uh, school's in session and all of those good things. So we're just going to kind of scrape the surface of where I think we, we need to be to set the stage for where we're going to go next week. Uh, and then the following week we'll be um, at our uh, night of worship. So, But are you there? 1 John chapter 1, beginning with verse Five, and it will come, there it is. It says this, this is the message we have heard from him and declare to you, God is light. Everybody say that, God is light. God is light. In him, who? Jesus, God, there is no darkness at all. No darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet we walk in darkness... We lie and do not live by the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. Now, the writer here is the Apostle John, who is writing to a Jewish audience, and his theme, he's writing to us to, and to them of that day uh, to expose the love of God and what our response back to that love should look like. How many know that God loves you? How many would say that probably 99% of the time I'm expressive of appreciation to that love the way that I need to? Anybody just say, yeah, I'm almost, yeah. See, it's important that we understand what happens when we're exposed to the love. And then when we allow, check this out, it's one thing to be exposed to Christ or to his love, to be exposed to it. It's another to, to, to have that love, it's one thing to be exposed to it, but it's another thing to let it expose you. I had to make sure I got that right. I didn't want you to miss that. Big difference between just being in church and actually being the church. It's one thing to, to, to have an encounter with Christ or letting that encounter change you. Okay? And so... What I want to speak to you tonight for just a few moments is from the subject, living life in the light. And that subject uh, logo should be there. Living life in the light. I've always said that until we know who God is, we will never know who we are. You've heard me say that before? Until we truly know who God is, we'll never really know who we are. Until we understand God's purpose, we'll never really understand our purpose. That's why we come to church and we open up the Bible is to, to learn who he is. Because the more we learn about him, the more I learn about me. Somebody say, you don't know who you are? Oh, sure I do. I know who I used to be before Christ. I actually know who I used to be with Christ when I wanted to do it on my own. 
Oh, y'all don't talk ugly to me now. Okay? It's a big difference. It's a big difference. But until we know who he is, we'll never know who we are and what our purpose is. And for so long, the message of, of, of the church, listen, has been what God is not. That's, we come up with series to talk about what God is not. That's not God. And that, that God wouldn't approve of that. God's not in that. Anybody ever heard a message about that? That's not, that's not, that ain't Jesus. Jesus ain't in that with your judgmental spirit. Hmm. Okay, y'all don't shout me down now. It gets so bad, Miss Pearl, that we begin to treat God like some kind of cosmic being and studying a list of things that he's not rather than who he is. Let's just say this together, God. Tonight, reveal to me just a glimpse of who you are. So be it. And it gets to a place where it's almost like having no relationship with him and we know very little knowledge of who God is. Oh, we know what, what someone's opinion of him is and things that he doesn't approve of, so we put our stamp and go, well, God wouldn't approve of that. Well, let God handle that. You just show people who God is by how you respond because you've been changed by his love. Amen? Amen. There, now I got a pulse tonight. Now I, I thought y'all coded there for a minute. I, I, don't, I don't know. Any, any foodies in the house? Anybody like food? Y'all know, it's like, dude, he talks about food all the time. Yeah, because I can relate a lot to God with food. It's like Jesus, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, and food. Like, you got to have all of that to live, amen? I know the Bible says man should not live by bread alone, but bread sure tastes good. I'm talking about that little bread that's got a little, a little glaze on it and a little chocolate on it. Y'all know what I'm talking about, that bread. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm running low on my... Um, on my uh, my, my coupons, I'm just, saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just playing. I love to eat. And I found that the most answers to, 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 to things that are spiritual can be found in food. I, I know that's, that's kind of ironic to say, but Amy and I, I like, I like to, we like to try new foods. We like to go to certain restaurants that, 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 that focus on the atmosphere. How many know that focusing on the atmosphere, setting the right atmosphere, if, when you're in the dating game, you, you set the right atmosphere. You weren't going... Uh, we're all adults in here. You weren't going to the bedroom putting on Amazing Grace. Amen? Okay, so it's called atmosphere, setting the mood. And so we like to go to restaurants where they set the mood. They, you know, they got the music. They got the lights down. I'll never forget, and I like to try new foods, stuff that you typically wouldn't try. And, and the one place that you can do that is on a cruise ship. Anybody been on a cruise? You can try food that you typically would. I'm talking stuff like escargot a.k.a. snail. You know, that's the little thing you flick off the side of your house at night when you go in. He just crawled. That's, a, that's escargot. It's got to go. I ain't tried that. But there are other foods on a ship that I would not try here, but you do because, number one, you're not paying the high prices for a snail. Uh, but, yeah, okay, so you get, you get my point. But one of the, one of the things, and I, and I love being on the cruise ship because you get dressed up and they got the lights down low and they got the music playing and after a while they'll, they'll turn the club dancing lights on and, and your staff is dancing around you and sometimes they'll get you to dance and all those things. But one of the things that really tripped me out was the next day, this was on our first cruise, the next day Amy was playing bingo somewhere. I don't do all that. I'm just, I'm nosy and I'm wanting to find out what, what's on the ship. So I was taking a detour and I thought, well, I'll just save time and go through uh, the dinner hall where we eat at. I wasn't even sure I was on the same ship. Everything changed. All the lights were on. There was no music. The staff was, was running around, hollering in whatever language they were speaking and, and uh, uh, glassware and all this stuff. And, and, and it was disgusting. Like the place that set the mood for later, you know what I'm saying? It would change. 
Why? Because the light got turned on. I mean, you saw how, how nasty the carpet was. Carnival cruise ship. Now, it was beautiful the night before, but something happened. Like, like they put me on a different ship or somebody threw a party and didn't clean up. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like the club. The club's cool on Friday nights. Anybody ever been Saturday morning the next day? Like vomit on the floor. You got to get the, the wet vac out. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because there's a difference. Because, see, darkness hides. The light exposes. And see, that's the difference when we go through life and we're in this life and we sometimes feel like we're in darkness. Well, you need, to, you need to allow Christ in you to expose some of the things that's in that area and start pointing it out. Let him point it out. Not, remember what I said. It's not us trying to point things out. Everybody say light seeker. I want to be a light seeker. Well, y'all can just, I would, that was for me, but you can keep going. I don't care. You know, we'll just say it together. Hallelujah. Darkness has a way of concealing things while light has a way of revealing things. See, that's a lot of times why we don't want to go to church because we've been hanging out in darkness. Matter of fact, we might have a little in us and we don't want to come to the church, not necessarily to be exposed to the light, but it's when the light is exp- is exp- exposes us. See, that's why people who once were aren't no more or they show up periodically. And, and, I'm not, and that's, that's not condemning, I'm just saying... Let's be real tonight. When we walk in darkness, when I walk through a cobweb, we were in Home Depot or somewhere the other day, and it, like I don't, I don't know, it was just kept, and I don't have hair, but something kept coming around me. It was a cobweb. I must have walked through it, didn't even realize it, but I walked through it, and then I could feel it all over me. Same thing in the spirit. You walk through an area, you walk. You, you're not going to just bypass the mall. You're in the world. You're just not of it. You're going to go to. You're going to go to the movies. You're going. You're going to go to these places that where darkness hangs out. But when you walk in, something should change. But if you. But you. You got a lot of darkness in you. And the light's not real bright. It's kind of hard to change the environment that you're in. Amen. This too hard for anybody. Pray through. <clears throat> So tonight, I, I think this is a metaphor uh, for what a lot of our lives looks like. We're living in the dark. Okay, church, listen. We're living in the dark. We're, we are living in hiding. That's a lot of us. We live in hiding. We think we can hide our blemishes. We can hide how jacked up our lives are. Right? We give them that Facebook appearance. When we meet somebody, they're, they're, when, 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 when we meet somebody, they're meeting the projected Bradley, Right? Or, or, or are they really meeting who, who I really am? Or are they, are they meeting the Facebook projection of who I am? Or are they really meeting my heart? Are they really meeting who you are? The people that you work with, they know who you are. When the boss calls for a meeting and everybody coming together and he lure, lowers the boom. And they watch your Christian bad self start foaming at the mouth and just running that lip. You, you know, they know who you are. It's kind of hard to change the environment when you're looking a lot like it. Man. They meet the projected person of who we are. But I came tonight to remind us that if we're ever going to truly have, if we're going to have a relationship with Jesus, we're going to have to step out of the darkness and step into the light. Okay? You got to step outside of the darkness and into the light and be exposed by the light. Remember what I said? We love to be exposed to the light. We just don't want to be exposed by the light. Maybe you want to write that down. It's a big difference between being exposed 
by the light and being exposed uh, to the light and by the light. I want to be exposed by the light. I want, every, I want, I want people to know I'm, I'm not perfect. I want people to know that, that I'm, not, I'm not just the Facebook pretty Photoshop, whatever. That I have a bad day and I slip up. But I, have a, but, but I live in grace and God forgives me. And, 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 and when I wrong somebody or, or like the lady in Gainesville today who was blowing the horn because I waited 1.2 seconds to go when the light turned green. Who was waving all kinds of fingers in my rearview mirror. And I was just like, come on, you want some of this? I did, I did. I couldn't catch up with her to tell her I was sorry. So I just have to ask for forgiveness. But it sure felt good. I was like... And it was a girl, too. I was like, she might have she broke something off if I'd have... Yeah, okay. <laughs> I want people. That's why I want to be real in here to go. Well, but but what do you, how, do you, how do you handle when you blow it? Do you allow the enemy just to beat you down and kick you down and make you feel like you don't measure up and stay out of church for four months? Hello? Are you going to allow the light to change you so that when you go back out, you can change the environment that you're in? Light seeker, light seeker. See, 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 the Bible says, if you want to find me, you seek me, you'll find me. If you want to know who I am, you got to get into the scripture to find out who I am. If you want to know who you're supposed to be, be like Jesus. Walk in peace, get off your high horse and ride that beast. I know that didn't make sense. I was actually a rap back in vacation Bible school. That was a real long time ago, but anyway, sounded good, flowed real nice. But in John, 1 John 1, 5, it says, God is light. Carmen had a song a long time ago. Becky remembers it. Jesus is a, Jesus is a light. Mm-mm-mm-mm. It's so long ago I remember the words. But Jesus is the light. See, we try to be the Christian and walk in and go, bless God, I'm going to change my environment. You got to get changed first. Matter of fact, you're not going to do nothing. It's Jesus through you. But they can't see him because all they see is you and your negative attitude. Well... God is light. So this is the starting point. I said I wasn't really going to preach. We're just going to talk a little bit. But this is the starting point that we begin to understand exactly who God is. If we want a relationship with God, if we want fellowship with him, we must understand that God is light. Stop putting the pressure on yourself. Because you'll give up. Because you know you're not perfect. You know how hard you're trying to make people at the schoolhouse and at the workplace, how, how beautiful your life is. Please, let the light exp- expose you so people can see the real you. But what happens is the more we learn about him, the more we're changed, and then we really will look like Jesus. Today I was at Walmart and she said, just off of Sunday, I, she said, I said, have a good day. She said, no, Pastor B, have a blessed day. I said, she got it. She got it. Have a blessed day. See, you shed some light on a situation that I, you don't even know. And then she said, then she said, I had my own prayer time, and yesterday it was the best day that I've ever had in a really, really long time. I said, it works. Why? Because you've allowed the light to, ex- you, to be exposed to the light and allow the light to expose you. And you just work out all the other stuff. What's the other stuff? All of our imperfections, our blemishes, our jacked upness, okay? So y'all see, man, he got all together. But what you don't know is, I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't. Yeah, that's how I feel most of the time. But when somebody says, hey, have a blessed day, I'm like, wow. I can 
yeah, have a blessed day. See? Light has a cool way of revealing the love of Christ. Why? Because God is light. That's why we're talking about living life in the light. Everybody say, in the light. In the light. There is no darkness in God whatsoever. All right, let's dig in for just a few more minutes. If God is light, I want us to consider three things. If God is light, so what, who is God? And what's my role? Here it is. If God is light, consider this. Light is powerful. You write that down if you're taking notes. You should be taking notes. You shouldn't even be looking at me. You should be looking at a piece of paper or, or an iPad or a, a something. Smartphone, dumb phone, whatever you got. Put it in there. If you got that phone, you got to hit A-A-A-A-A-B-B-B. Y'all remember, y'all remember those flip phones? Light is powerful. Well, if God is light, what's that mean? God is powerful. Sometimes you feel weak. That's probably because you're hanging out in the dark place. Got a text the other day. Somebody said, I feel like darkness is all around me. I'm having a rough day. That doesn't mean that you're full of darkness. That just means that the area you're in is full of darkness. But light and God is powerful. Everybody say, God is powerful. You just speak the name of Jesus over your situation and watch all that other stuff just shake off. God is light. When we think light, we think on and off, right? Like we, we think it's static. Like that's what we think, light. But, but light is much more than that. See, light is an energy. God's an energy. Light is like a wave. It's got movement. Scientists have even put it on graphs. You can watch it on TVs. Light actually, tra- it's, not, it's more than just it was on or it's off or puts off a lot of heat. Thank God the air's fixed, amen? Sunday morning was rough. But light has movement. God has movement. If there's not a lot of movement in your life, that's because you've probably got a lot of darkness, not a lot of light, which means you don't have a lot of Jesus. I'm not saying you don't have Jesus. I'm saying the area that you're hanging out in does not, and because you don't have a lot of light going on, you can't change the environment. But you've got the power. We're talking about power. What is light? Light is power. You have the power and the energy to make a movement, to cause movement. The Bible says resist the devil and he'll flee. That sounds like movement to me. They'll, scientists will tell you that it's almost, that, that, that light is almost undescribable when you talk about its power. But light is anything but fixed, static, on or off. Light is more than that. See, God's not on or off. God's all the time. Everybody say all the time. And it's, and it's not static. There's nothing about Jesus that's static. I don't like walking into churches where it's just real static and stale. I'll tell Brother Darren all the time, turn that countdown up. Not because people are hard to hear and all we're doing is watching a countdown. No one services coming. Because I'm trying to run all the other darkness that we bring in here with us out the door. See, I'm trying to create an environment. Why do we, why do we plug the radio station all the time? Matter of fact, I think them people next door at the, at the game place, I think because they, they have access to come in, I think they turn it down because they don't like to hear that, that stuff playing because you can hear it through the walls. But there's a reason why we play that 24-7 is to keep the atmosphere in this house free of devils. It's called a devil-free zone. Maybe some of our houses should now be considered a devil-free zone, a drama-free zone. Hello. So how do I do that? Get yourself exposed to the light because the light is powerful. Boy, I'm preaching right now. I just felt it. Y'all didn't have to be here. I'm going to bless myself tonight. Amy was like, you ready for tonight? I'm ready for tonight. Because it ain't me. 
it ain't about me. Or it's not. I should have, it ain't. I should have done that, shouldn't I? It ain't. Anyway, I'm supposed to be wrapping this up. It's on the move. God is light. God is not static. God is not fixed. God is light and he's on the move. He has called us to be a part of a movement to bring Jesus to the city with a collection of churches to see change happen because we are being exposed by the light and exposing others to who he is through the love that we show. Amen? So when John was saying in this scripture, in this verse, that God is light, what he's saying is your God is powerful. When we become exposed to the light, something powerful happens. How many, how many, are, how many, are, how many are different today than you were last year because of your walk with Christ? That means you've been exposed to the light and you allowed him to expose you. See, just coming in here and being exposed to the light and not being exposed by the light, that means you just go home and, you, and there's no change. Somebody say, well, it kind of sounds like my house today. There's not a lot of change. Well, then make sure that you, when you come in here that we're going to make sure you're exposed to the light. You need to make sure your life is being exposed by the light. Okay? See, that's why people don't want to come to church because I don't want people to see my, me exposed. Thank God we wear clothes, but we try we but we but we put on spirit we put on other clothes so people don't know what's really going on spiritually. It's because people are judging by the outside, not the inside. It's powerful. Second thing, God is light, light is powerful, which means God is powerful. Secondly, consider this the purity of the light. God is pure. Everybody say pure. When you hear light in the Bible, it, it references goodness, meaning good or righteous. On the other hand, if you see the word darkness, you know it means unrighteousness or evil. We know all about that. We just describe what that looks like and what it looks like in our city, what it may look like in our homes. But praise God, because we're being exposed to the light and by the light, that changes. Why? Because it's, it's powerful and it's pure. And see, 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 a lot of dirty stuff happens and, and people have separate cell phones so they can... Y'all know what I'm talking about. They got separate cell phones. This is the one my wife calls me on. This is the one she calls me on. Y'all know? Oh, okay. I'll leave that alone. See, it's not pure. But when you're exposed to the light and by the light, all things are revealed. Let me tell you something. What is hidden will be revealed. You come around Jesus, it's going to be revealed. That's why people don't come to church. We don't care what the darkness looks like. I, I don't care. I don't care what you did. All I want to know is where you're going. And, and, and check this out. You can't stay the way you are. I don't care what you're doing. But know that Jesus cares. It's not, about, it's not about what I think about it. It's what Jesus thinks. But he doesn't want you to stay the way you are. That's what happens when you get exposed to and by the light. Jesus, help me to calm down tonight. For instance, we know that Satan is known as what? The prince of darkness. So when you go into areas that's dark spiritually, that's controlled by the devil because he's the prince of darkness. Somebody said, I thought the devil was in hell. You've heard me say this all the time. If he was in hell, we wouldn't have any problems. He ain't going to his place until it's, until it's time. And Jesus wraps this thing up. And by the way it looks on the news, which I don't watch a lot of it, it's soon and very soon. Soon and very soon. We are going to see the king soon and very soon. We are going to see the king, hallelujah, soon and very soon. We are going to see the king. Y'all see all those goosebumps. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, we're going to see the king. Somebody said, I can't believe your daddy's white because you got something in you. I do. It's called Jesus. It's called Jesus. So when John was saying God is light, he's saying God is pure and God is good and God is righteous. We live in a world, hot newsflash, that's broken and fallen and a lot of bad things are happening. But we just said this a couple weeks ago. Just because bad things are happening in your life doesn't mean that God isn't good. What determines if you believe God is really good is how you respond when darkness falls at the foot of your house, when darkness happens on your way into work. How you respond to the darkness shows if you've really, truly been exposed by the light. The only Jesus some people are going to see is you. How you respond to situations in your life is going to determine if somebody around you follows the Jesus that you follow. The reason people don't want to come to Jesus is because they think Jesus looks like you. And we're not doing a good job of picturing what he looks like. We do great in making people think, well, we got it all together. But when all hell comes against us, it's the devil's fault. No, it could have been your fault because you had an idiotic thought. See, I changed that. I almost said you're an idiot. And Amy would have been like, you calling him an idiot? You're going to hell. No, you had an idiotic thought. See, when we allow the light to expose us, we'll just be real. And through being real, it will change us, and people will see the change, and they will, wanna, they will want change because they'll know that it's real and not fake and phony. So tired of hearing people say you got a bunch of hypocrites in your church. Well, who's supposed to be here? A hypocrite is somebody who says one thing and does another. Our chances are pretty good. What you got going on at work and behind closed doors ain't exactly what you've been saying with your mouth. You don't have to say a word right there, I know. But God, God is changing us. God is changing us. See, I say that real hard because I try to push on the darkness. I'm not pushing on you, I'm pushing on the darkness. Because the darkness has been taking up residence in Levy County for way doggone too long. And we moved here five, five years, four years ago, however long, I don't even remember, lost count, to help push back the darkness. I'm just looking for a few people. Go ahead and bring that music, Grace, so Daddy will slow down. So that God wants to get, put an army of people together to help push back the darkness. Because it's not a one-man show. Not alone. Not alone. In closing, what's the third one? It's powerful, it's pure. So we've got power, purity. What is the purpose of light? What is the purpose of God? What is your purpose? Light has a purpose. God has a purpose. You have a purpose. When light hits the retina, it illuminates so that you can see. So what's the purpose of light? To expose the territory so that you can see to go forward. Light's purpose is to illuminate your path. The purpose of Christ in us is to illuminate our path. If our path seems dark, it's because we don't have Jesus. Then say you're not saved. I'm saying that there, there's, there, there's some darkness that's blocking your path. can't be illuminated. You tracking me? It illuminates. The purpose of light is to illuminate God is light, God is powerful, God is pure. And he has a purpose. 
Tammy, do me a favor. Go turn those lights off manually, not by the remote. God showed me this. This was the message I was going to preach last week. And and now I know why I got sick last week. Because I had studied all day, did my stuff. I was ready. Three o'clock in the afternoon last Wednesday, I got sick. I wasn't, it wasn't a stomach problem. It was something that I ate that had to come out this way. Somebody said, you're being real detailed. I'm going to let you know the truth. But now I know why, because this was the message that he wanted me to share last week. So I asked her to turn that off. And so we, we go ahead and just stand back there. I'm not going to have you turn it back on, but just stand over there again, Tammy. We, we treat, see, that's the source. That switch is the source that turns the light on. It's going to stay off, but that's the, that's the source. And, and, and so we, we feel like we got we to gotta come to church. I'm trying to empower you. You give me five minutes, okay? You, it's to empower you. You feel like, well, I got to come into church to get the darkness to go away. No, 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 no. You got the, you got the source with you. See, we got this cool little app that we don't even have to have nobody. You just stand back there because I want you to be, you're, you're like the answer. You're, you're like dad and I. We, we, I need you to turn the light on for me. That's what I just asked her. Turn, turn the light on, turn the light off. It's off right now. But, but see, I don't need, you don't need dad and you don't need me. All you need is the light. All you need is Jesus. So if your path is dark, if your house has got a lot of darkness, what you need is the light. Who's the light? Jesus is the light. So see, you don't have to go to a place to get the darkness to flee. All you got to do is, is, is tap into what you have. Tap into what you have. You ain't got to wait till Wednesday night. That's real cool that we put it on Facebook. Wednesday nights are so refreshing. But how come you can't get refreshed on Tuesday? Because you're waiting for, for Pastor B to come up and act like a monkey and act crazy and get a little laugh on and maybe get some Jesus. No, I want you to be exposed to the light and I want you to, to, to come to a place where you can be exposed by the light. It's our responsibility to expose you to the light. But the only person that can say, how can I be exposed by the light is you. You determine if the, if the light around you and the area around you remains dark or light. But you've got it. And this is, you can sit down. And then, so, this is what else he showed me. Because I now have the source, I'm walking around with the source when all kinds of things are going. And say this room is where I, I'm, I'm going to go, but say I'm not there yet. And say this is your workplace. Say this room is your workplace. This should still work. I didn't test this out. But so, 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 so. So it's a place that I'm going to go to, and before I get there, I'm praying, God, I know I got what, I I work at Walmart, and half them people in there lost their mind, they crazy. God, I need you to show up in that place before I get there. Before I get there. See, it gets to a place where we've been so much exposed by the light that we carry so much power. We carry so much purity and we carry so much purpose that it doesn't have to wait until I get there for things to change. It can change before I get there because I got the Holy Spirit inside of me that says before I get there, I'm believing God, you're changing the environment that I'm in. How can you do that? See, if I would have waited, well, Pastor B, I'm getting ready to be at work at Walmart. Can you meet me in the parking lot and, and, and go with me? Sure, I'll do it. But what I'm trying to tell you is you're equipped with the same power to do it yourself. 
You got the app. You don't need, you don't need iPhones. You can, man, gosh almighty, technology just don't keep up with me like I need it to. When it's dark, say, God, light it up. Light it up. Light it up. Ain't that a song? Light it up. Let's stand to our feet tonight. Father, I thank you for your word tonight. God, it has illuminated some stuff for me tonight. That in preparation, I didn't see, but I see it now. So, God, I ask tonight. And every day going forward, God, whether our, whether, whether our church is forward or another church, and those that are listening by podcast, God, we're honored that they tune in week after week after week. But, God, I ask that we would not only be exposed to you, but, God, as we spend time with you, we'll be exposed by you. So that our lives can be changed. Our homes can be changed. Our work environment doesn't have to suck. It doesn't have to be where I don't want to go because so-and-so has got such an attitude. It changes because I bring light. Continue to reveal yourself to us, God, as we draw closer to you. Because we understand in order to have a relationship with you and to walk with you, we must be exposed to you and by you. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, God bless you. Wow. Have a great evening. Drive safe. We'll see you again on Sunday. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.